Contending for the faith one verse at a time. This is Truth Matters Church. Visit us at truthmatterschurch.org. Christ told us that there would be wars and rumors of wars, and yet we should not be frightened. Today, Pastor Alex Cantaroja takes a brief look at the possible biblical implications of the Russian-Ukrainian conflict and reminds us that these things must take place in order to pave the way for the Lord to return. Here is Pastor Alex. Uh, Before we get into our study in the book of Revelation, I do want to take the early opportunities of our study to talk about what's going on on the other side of the world, and that is in the Russia and Ukraine conflict. I just want to touch on it briefly, uh, because it's always good to kind of at least have a bird's eye view on what's going on and ultimately how it's going to intersect with Holy Scripture. So we want to look at, you know, as a believer in Jesus Christ and for accepting the Bible as the Word of God, we want to look at whatever is going on around the world through a biblical perspective. And I guess the best way to say this, and I've said this throughout, and I sprinkle this throughout our studies, everything that is going on around the world are like dominoes that will ultimately find its fruition and completion centered on the land and the people of Israel. Uh, a good way to look at it is, you know, some of, him, some of you guys seen like dominoes set up, thousands of pieces, and it's like, let's say it takes up this whole room. And, you know, you knock one domino down and then it goes ahead and it does its domino effect. And then ultimately when it gets to the very end of the domino, let's say the ball goes into, let's say a golf ball and you, you made it go into the, the hole. But you had, a, you had dominoes go, thousands of them fall before the ball, let's say, were to hit that hole in one. A good way to look at world events, including the Ukraine and Russia conflict, is it's a domino. It's a domino. Whatever is going on around the world, especially when, it's, when there's conflicts between nations, it's a domino. And ultimately, all this is going to escalate. The dominoes will continue to fall until ultimately the end time prophecies will come to fruition and be fulfilled. And again, it'll center around the people and the land of Israel. Um, so where, where can this specific domino fall? In when, with respect to end times prophecy. And I, don't want, I just want to talk about this briefly at a high level. And I want to bring about just two ways at the moment. So the, what's going on in Russia and Ukraine right now, at least in looking at it through the lens of Scripture, there are two ways that this can be implicated. And as we've learned in our Daniel study, and in particular the, the study of Daniel's four beast vision, in the fourth beast, there was this iron teeth king. And what we learned from that study was it is foretelling that there is going to be this final world superpower at the very end that's going to pretty much surpass in power and in might any other world power that came before it. This is going to be the super of super final world power. That was the prophecy that was given to Daniel in the fourth beast vision. And that final world power is going to consist of 10 kings. And of those 10 kings, the prophecy tells us that the first three kings will be uprooted, and then this little horn is going to arrive on the scene. And as we've learned in that study, the little horn is ultimately going to be the Antichrist. 
And when we continue in our study in the book of Revelation, we will see when the Antichrist will be given the authority of all, all world authority for a period of three and a half years. We'll see when, where that intersects with prophecy. But just know that the way the world is right now, in order for that final kingdom to rise to power, the world cannot remain the way it is right now. So there's two ways to look at it. We can be freaked out because obviously who likes war? Or we can look at it from a biblical perspective, take what we've learned and say, wait a minute, we've learned through Scripture. Whatever is going on in the physical is a manifestation of what's happening in the spiritual, in the unseen. So right now we see nation rising up against nation. But in the angelic realm, there is an angel that was given authority to either take you know, authority or give authority to another nation. And what's happening as it's playing out in world history is really what's going on in the angelic places. So we can get all bent out of shape when we hear of wars and rumors of wars and actually wars happening, or we can look at it from the lens of Scripture. Okay, well, this is another domino that needs to fall, that gets us a step closer to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, that is what we are endeavoring to do. So that's one way that what's going on in the Russia and Ukraine conflict can intersect is because this final world power has to rise, has to take power and take authority of the earth. And in order to do that, someone's got to rock the boat. Another way this intersects with prophecy, uh, as far as end times prophecy, as far as the Russia and Ukraine conflict, uh, I want to take a look at Jesus' warning in the Olivet Discourse, and we're all familiar with that. And let me read that to us. Matthew 24, I'll read verses 6 and 8. Jesus said, this is what our Lord said, you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened. There it is. There's the command from our God. When we hear of a war, Jesus is saying, don't be frightened. Don't let it alarm you. For those things must take place. These things must happen first in order for him to come. So don't be frightened. But that is not yet the end. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. And this was the great Olivet Discourse. And Jesus, and we've covered this, he gave us a panoramic, high-level overview of what's going to happen from the time he spoke until the end of the age. I do want to cross-reference Luke's gospel of this very account, because uh, Luke does give us a little more detail. Luke 21, 10 and 11, Then he, Jesus, continued by saying to them, he's speaking to his disciples, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes, and in various places, plagues and famines. And there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. So Luke adds, and we've mentioned this before, loima, plagues or loimos, which means a contagious disease. And as we know, COVID is a contagious disease. But the one thing about COVID that kind of separates it from other contagious diseases in the past is this has a global effect. 
This, like if you're asking, what's the most impactful, contagious disease that world history, at least recorded world history, has known? And you can say it is COVID-19. But that's one of the signs um, and warnings that Jesus gave concerning the events and that signaling that his return is near. Uh, But Luke also adds another detail, and we've probably overlooked this. He said... There will be terrors and great signs from heaven. And we'll see what those signs are. Just know that there's going to be stuff going on in our solar system. And there's going to be signs in heaven, in the sky, in the, in our, even our outer atmosphere, that will cause terror to those who are on the earth at that time. So both Matthew and Luke mentioned famines, limos. Here's what's in store for the world. There will be world hunger. There will be a scarcity of food. And what I want to do from here, and I don't want to, I'm not going to get into this too much, but I do want to take a sneak peek at the third seal of John's vision in chapter 6 and how the Russia and Ukraine conflict could come into play. What I do want to call out from the third seal vision is this. It says this. Actually, let me read it. Um, When he, Jesus, broke the third seal, I heard the third living creature saying, Come. I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard something like a voice in the center of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not damage the oil and the wine. And I want to make a side note here. Um, when, when you see um, this writer or when you've been taught that this writer had a scale, a bl- was riding on a black horse with a pair of scales in his hands, what have you been taught that that scales mean? Weight. That it's measuring food maybe. It's a weight. Do you know that's not correct? The Greek is zugos, and it means yoke. When Jesus said, take my yoke, take my yugos, take my scales, for it is light. And it is the scales in this vision is not associated with measuring food. It is actually associated with slavery. And as we'll see, there's going to be the people of Israel who will be taken into captivity as slaves. So there's a little side note there, but we'll, we'll talk about more of that when we get to that part of the study. But what I want to do, what I want to call out from this third vision is this. This is what the prophecy says in this third seal. A quart of wheat for a denarius. Three quarts of barley for a denarius. And do not damage the oil and the wine. And denarius was a Roman silver coin during the Roman Empire. And right here, I tried to give us a little picture. Uh, This is believed to be an actual denarius at the time of Jesus. You know when Jesus was being tested about paying taxes, and he said, give me a denarius? This is believed to be the very coin, front and back, of what our Lord commented on. So it was an actual Roman silver coin currency that was during the Roman Empire. Now, remember our rules of engagement. 
We have, you know, looking at Scripture with a literal fulfillment, which means that the denarius will be a currency during the end times. But, But wait a minute, wait a minute. The ancient Roman denarius lasted from about 200 B.C. to 300 A.D. The denarius hasn't been in existence for over 1,700 years. So how can this be fulfilled literally? Can I give you one possibility? Crypto, anybody? That's real. That's real. There is a denarius cryptocurrency. So, by implication, was COVID by implication in the Bible a contagious disease, at least in this time at a world scale? Yes. Denarius that hasn't been in existence for 1,700 years is in existence as one of the many. There's many cryptocurrencies, but there is a denarius. Actually, if you wanted to buy it, and I'm not recommending this, it's only 16 cents right now. And if this shoots up like Bitcoin, you can buy millions of them right now, at least for a barley of wheat or three quarters of barley of wheat or whatever it is, you can use a denarius and you'll have lots of it. But take it for what it is, okay? So there's two possibilities that the denarius prophecy in the third seal gets fulfilled. Now, I'm not ruling out that the actual denarius could be reproduced. But don't you know, haven't you noticed that currency is going away from the actual physical or paper? So I'm not going to rule out that if an actual denarius currency gets fulfilled and that's what's going to be exchanged at the time of this vision, I'm not going to rule that out. Of course, that fits even better. But I wouldn't rule out that the crypto denarius would also fulfill this prophecy. So how does the Russia and Ukraine conflict tie into Scripture? Just, just be ready. This could lead to World War III and the rise of the final world, the final fourth beast, meaning there could be a war on a global scale. That could be the mechanism that this fourth final kingdom will rise to power. And then when that kingdom rises to power, it'll consist of ten kings, just as Daniel's prophecy called it. Here's, a, here's another way how the Russia and Ukraine conflict can tie into Scripture. As we know, there's various sanctions imposed against Russia right now. And those sanctions could further accelerate inflation, gas prices, oil, food prices, etc. And here's the reality. You know we're about two years into COVID now, right? Co- we're, we're two years and counting. Do you know the damage that COVID has done to the world economy. Yeah, our stock, our stock prices and markets might look like things are okay, but have you noticed inflation? Have you noticed the price of goods? Have you noticed that or heard that in the past 40 years, this is the highest inflation rate that we've ever had in the last 40 years or so? So you impose sanctions on Russia that could further exasperate, uh, exacerbate the inflation and the rising of prices when it comes to goods and commodities. And here's another interesting thing, and I want to leave it at this. Of the four scare, uh, scarce food commodities listed in the third seal, did you know that Russia 
is the number one world producer of barley. Google it. At least I'm, I'm getting this from Google. Did you know when it comes to wheat, Russia is in the top three world producers of wheat? So there was four commodities mentioned in the third seal vision, barley and wheat were two of them, and Russia is either one or in the top three of those two commodities. And Russia's European neighbors are in the top three, so they're neighboring nations. You know, maybe they might not stop at Ukraine. They might, they might continue to want to expand from there. But their European neighbors are in the top three of olive oil. And when it says do not damage the oil and wine, the Greek is olive oil and the wine. Their European, their European neighbors are in the top three. So there is definitely Russia and the Ukraine conflict is definitely implicating the world. And as I mentioned, cryptocurrency, because of these sanctions, could be a means to go around those various sanctions by nations and pave way for the, either the rebirth or the, you can say, the kind of re-resurrection, if you will, of its prominence of the denarius and would fulfill the third seal prophecy. So let me ask you a question. Is what's going on in that part of the world relevant? You bet it does. The whole world is on full alert. And much more can be said, but we'll leave it there for now. But I wanted to comment on what's going on. I'm telling you, this study is becoming more and more timely. And, you know, at least for me, it's a comfort that, yeah, we're not going to understand all there is to know in Scripture but we can have an idea of what's going on and that would be enough for God to give peace to our spirit and our soul. Jesus told his disciples, do not be frightened by these things. Good advice for each of us as we look at the crazy events going on around the world today. More importantly, these things should encourage us as we look forward to Christ's glorious return because today we are one day closer than we were yesterday. We thank you so much for listening today to Truth Matters Church and hope you were blessed by this brief message. Be sure to check out our website, truthmatterschurch.org. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Contending for the faith one verse at a time. This is Truth Matters Church.